Peace and love, all you beautiful beings here on planet Earth at this time of ascension. This is Layla, Chosen Goddess, um, which you can find me on Instagram at Chosen Goddess. Welcome to my first podcast. Let Go My Ego is the name of this podcast because we do everything that has to do with letting go of our egos, learning to live in spirit, and just um, learning to let the ego work for spirit, not letting the ego take the lead as most human beings are doing nowadays um, in this life that we've been experiencing, which in my humble opinion is why there's so much chaos in the world. But this podcast is to help you to develop your spirituality, to develop your connection with your own self, to help you develop a connection with the divine and to find your true self. So I am so, so excited to be here Um, with my first podcast topic. And I think it's only right to start this podcast talking about something that is near and dear to my heart, something that I'm currently cultivating, something that I am refining, something that I'm developing each and every day, which is learning to live a life, making a living doing what you love. And so I'm going to talk about just different tips, um, and also just personal experiences and whatever comes to mind and whatever comes to my heart in regards to why it's important in terms of your sanity, in terms of your peace of mind, in terms of just living a soul-fulfilling life to make sure that you are living a life doing what you love and you're making a living doing what you love. But in order to make a living, you have to live the life. Okay. So, (laughs) so, um, and a lot of us, um, I'm sure some of you have heard the saying that not everyone lives, but everyone dies. And I totally, totally resonate with that saying. Um, I mean, we're breathing, um, and we're perceivably living, but a lot of people are just not happy. A lot of people are very miserable. A lot of people are very depressed. Trust me, I've been there, done that. I still go through that. I mean, it's kind of natural, um, just being human to go through bouts of emotions, um, through even depression, anxiety. I mean, come on, we're living in a very low density, uh, reality here, but at the end of the day, The more that we keep working on ourselves, the more that we keep um, up with self-awareness, the more that we are true to ourselves and we want to self, uh, we want to course correct, the more that we indulge in self-love, the more that we get into alignment and the more that we don't have to continue to suffer and the dark, dark days end up turning into brighter days. So let's move on to the topic. So as you all know, I created this podcast for people interested in spiritually developing themselves and elevating themselves. So I think it's important to do what you love. Um, For one, I mean, it's kind of common sense, but we aren't really programmed um, as human beings to do what we love. We're programmed to do the status quo. We're programmed to do what other people want us to do. We're programmed to do what we feel is going to be the most lucrative. We're programmed to do what we feel other people are doing in terms of um, acclimating to the masses. I mean, I mean, we can go just in so many different routes as to how that manifests in terms of just, you know, monkey see, monkey do. Um, we are definitely in that type of society. We are definitely in that type of programming as a collective. So, Doing what you love and already do or you're interested in doing and ensuring that that becomes your business 
to me is essential for your peace of mind. It's so possible to do what you love from your heart space and completely create income. And when we talk about the laws of manifestation, when we talk about the universal laws that exist and are in place, a lot of people just think about the law of attraction, but there are so many other laws in order to manifest our dream reality. And um, one of the laws that to me really, really stick out is the law of correspondence. And the law of correspondence states that, you know, pretty much uh, so as above, so below, as within, so without, meaning that whatever's going on inside of you is what's going to manifest in your reality. And if you're not living a life that you love, then you're not going to truly be manifesting results, people, places, things, experiences that are in alignment with your truest um, soul's desires. So you must, this is where it gets interesting. We must learn to mind our business. That's number one. And when we think of minding our business, I'm not just talking about staying out of other people's business. That is very true. We must stay out of other people's business. We we must learn to tend to our own needs. We must learn to put ourselves first. We must learn to stop being so damn nosy. That's just <laughs> what it comes down to. I mean, human beings were just so nosy. It's okay to be inquisitive, but a lot of times we're um, in other people's business um, from a place of ego or to just follow everything that they're doing or we may see something in, uh, that somebody else is doing or see something in someone that we don't really see in ourselves. But so it's important to mind your business, meaning mind the mental capacity, the intellect, the thought process, your focus on your business. I'm not just talking about your financial business, every form of business, mind your business. That means pay attention to where your mind is focusing on. Your business should include self-care, of course, in terms of hygiene, in terms of health, mental health, physical health, spiritual health, emotional health. Minding your business means tending to loving yourself, tending to loving the ones who are closest to you and that truly love you. Minding your business is prioritizing your day. Minding your business is being productive, being proactive. Minding your business is honoring your emotions when you're feeling tired or you feeling like you need to have a um, some rest, or you're feeling like you may need to uh, transmute some anger, or whatever it is, that is minding your business. So minding your business is huge, huge, huge um, in terms of learning to create a life and living a life that is going to manifest um, into um, doing what you love in terms of a business. Um, mind your business in all facets of business, not just business in terms, like I said, in terms of monetary gain, but business in terms of spiritual gain, emotional gain, physical gain. Um, To me, the best way to manifest is to mind your emotional bank balance. Pay attention to where your emotion, where you're depositing your emotions. (laughs) So I hope you're catching on to some of these metaphors I know when we hear the word deposit, we're not thinking about emotions. We're thinking about money. But guess what? True currency 
is your emotional state. It's where your mind is focused. That's why they say attention is the new currency because where are you focusing your attention? Where are you, what are you paying attention to in your life? Are you paying attention to what everyone else is doing? Are you paying attention to the past? Are you paying attention to um, distractions like gossip or celebrity news or just whatever, everything that has nothing to do with your um, your true soul's callings? Like, are you answering your soul's call? So it's very, very important to learn to mind your business. And when you think of the word business, if you break it down, it means busyness, business, busyness. So ask yourself, what are you doing? What are you doing in the world? How are you spending your time? What are you busy doing? Um, Just because you're busy doesn't mean that you're being proactive. Just because you're busy doesn't mean that you are manifesting. Sometimes we can be busy doing a whole bunch of nothing. (laughs) Sometimes we can be busy wasting time. So are you busy um, doing things um, in this world that you love to do? And meaning that your soul loves to do, not 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 what's on the surface. Meaning busy in terms of what's going to help you elevate as a person in, in your entirety. So I encourage you all to ask yourself this question, what would you be doing if money didn't exist? So I always ask people that question because, and I I personally believe in a perfect world, money shouldn't exist. I feel like we should have a bartering system Um, and I can go all day. Maybe that's another podcast for another day and I can break that down. But we do unfortunately live in a world of money um, where there is this hierarchy and the money is not distributed correctly again, a whole nother story. However, what would you do if money didn't exist? If we were in a world where money didn't exist, what would you be doing? Just something to think about. And if you could get paid for something to do right now, what would it be? Considering that money exists, what would you be doing if somebody would say, you know what, I'm going to pay you a lucrative um, salary to do whatever it is that you want to do? what would you be doing? But it has to, this is a stipulation. It has to somehow benefit humanity. And when I say benefit humanity, it doesn't have to be this like charitable, (laughs) you know, thing. It could be anything that helps people in even the ways that don't even seem like, cause a lot of times when we think of helping people, we're thinking of, you know, like, maybe mental health, which is true. That's definitely helping, helping people. We think of nutrition or, do you know, just the typical things when we think of helping people. But I mean, it could be anything, art, it could be taxes. I mean, actually scratch taxes. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not for taxes, but that's another story too. <laughs> so it could be like anything. Well, let's go ahead and say taxes because you know what? We still live in a world where we have to pay taxes taxes. It could be, uh, dancing. It could be whatever, whatever your niche is, whatever you love to do. I mean, I don't really know too many people who like to do taxes. If you do, I mean, more power to you, (laughs) but I'm talking about your passion. So what would you be doing? And I really doubt anyone would have their hands flying in the air to say that they would like to live the rest of their life doing taxes, getting paid, (laughs) but you guys get what I'm saying. What would you be doing if 
someone um, said that they would pay you salary to cover all of your bills in some and for fun and for leisure right now, what would you be doing? So that's something to think about. Um, so encapsulate your mind around what it is that you love to do, being mindful of your business um, in terms of what are you busy doing? So what's your day? Every day we are conducting business. Every day we are conducting transactions. And you also should think of transactions in terms of energy exchanges. So what whatever you are consuming is consuming you. So if you are consuming your time around things that are depleting your energy because your soul is asking and yearning for more, are asking for you to do things more in alignment with your true purpose and in your heart space, is this a transaction that is well worth it? Is this a valuable transaction? Is this a transaction that um, is necessary in your life? So it's just something to think about. Look at your time as an expense because we all have an expiration date on this life. And when time runs out from our experience in this life, you know, that's it. So time is of the essence. Um, I personally don't believe in time in terms of, you know, measuring because there's, I mean, there's infinite amount of time. There's before we were here, time exists. When we're not here anymore, time doesn't exist. However, think of time in terms of, in terms of experiences in moments in your life, in terms of like inter, let's go ahead and use money. Think of time in terms of money, in terms of how you are spending it. Are you spending your time wisely? And this is even something I have to ask myself constantly because there's so many distractions out there. There's so much going on in the world. And even me as an empath, like for example, this Travis Scott thing that just recently happened and all these people passed away at his uh, concert and I'm just, I'm feeling like it's definitely some type of satanic Illuminati, just very dark ritual. I just really feel that in my soul. However, I've been kind of obsessed with all of that and just researching and studying and looking at all of the esoteric symbolism and just connecting all these dots. And it can be very draining, very draining. And all that may be good and well, and I'm not saying 24 seven, we have to be just these picture perfect beings. But we have to really do uh, checks and balances of how we are spending our time, how we are spending our energy. So for me, and also looking at how we feel, me looking at the Travis Scott situation for hours is very draining to my energy. So I have to be honest with myself, like, okay, Layla, you already connected the, all the dots you need to connect. Okay. I know you're getting a little obsessed and I know you're upset, but let's be real, Layla, you got more important things to do. Let's move. Let's do our Kundalini yoga. Let's go spend time with my son. Let's go cook a delicious meal. Those are things I really love to do that fill my soul. Let's go spend some moment in silence. That's something else that I've been called to do is just really just sitting still and being quiet and in solitude. It feels so good to me. So we must learn to really just allocate the time that we're spending to 
things that are really so fulfilling for us, meaning just always think in terms of what's adding to your energy and emotional bank account, what is adding to it, what's not what's depleting or taking away and just withdrawing from that. So we have to be real with ourselves and trust me, I am definitely not there, but the good thing about the spiritual journey is the more conscious you are of all of this, the more that you're going to be able to realize um, where you need to improve. So that's the blessing in all of this. So let's move on. So for me, living life how I want to still requires integrity for me to have inner peace. However, integrity is not the same as being perfect and simply following rules of the law. In fact, it has nothing to do with following rules of the law. Rather, integrity, and when I'm talking about the law, I'm talking about man-made law, um, because not all laws are good laws. you got to understand um, throughout history, there's been laws that have been detrimental to humanity. Like for one, being slavery. There was a time where women couldn't vote. So not just because something is the law doesn't mean it's an act of integrity. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean it's adhering to high morals. So when I think of integrity, and this is again a lot of the stuff take with a grain of salt unless it resonates. For me, from my experience and from my heart space, what I feel integrity is following your heart's moral compass, speaking and living your truest, most authentic, most genuine divine expression as a human being. Perfect has a different perspective for everyone as well. So because if you think about it, no one can be perfect, even though we are perfect, and that's the paradox about it, is that we can't be perfect because everyone's idea of what perfect look li- looks like is, excuse me, I almost had, a, had some indigestion just saying that, but everyone's idea of perfect looks very, very different and their perspective is different. So how can we be perfect to other human beings when everyone's idea of perfect is different? Just really think about that. Um, so what's perfect is the individuality. What's truly perfect is the uniqueness. You know, what's perfect is the duality as well, the dark and the light, because we need both in order to grow. Um, what's also perfect is the authenticity of who you are when you are present in your truth. This is how the road to success and abundance is manifested is truly by being true to yourself. And I'll do a whole nother podcast later on what it means to be true to yourself, because I feel like that's a whole topic within itself to be true to yourself. Um, a lot of people, it's so interesting. And I, I observe this with a lot of people, including myself, when I say observe things with, when it, within others it truly means I probably looked at it within myself first, <laughs> but, um, again, I can be honest, a lot of people are not being themselves and they think they are. And they are constantly saying, well, I'm just being myself, not realizing they're really operating from trauma or a program or things that they've been through and inundation. But however, um, just going back to being authentic and present in your truth and unique and honoring your individuality in terms of integrity, it's really, really important to do that. Um, in order to live a life that you love, going back to the topic of this podcast, it's making a living doing what you love. 
And you cannot do what you love if you're not being in your integrity, being true to yourself, being true to your truth. And one may say, well, how is an integrity if it's your truth and everyone's different? We have different truths. Well, going back to, again, being your true authentic self, when you're not operating from a program, your true integrity is going to be for the benefit of all. Your true integrity is not going to be something that's going to hinder you or put yourself in a a predicament or someone else in a predicament that's a negative or full of strife and struggle and just drama and toxicity and just negativity. So we got to be true to ourselves. That's, I mean, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's, at this point it's kind of common sense, but again, there's a lot to unpack with that as well. And we'll do that another time. I'm so glad to do that. So you might as well live your life, your authentic way, but with loving your heart, just not hurting anyone or yourself again, because that's not really authentic. That's just a mask. Anything that has to hurt others and people are, are yourself and people are saying, oh, it's just being me. And it's really low vibrational, um, in terms of draining your energy, it's detrimental to your mind, body, spirit, or emotions in your finances. Um, yeah, it's not being true to yourself. Your truest authentic self would never be corrupt, never be malicious, careless, or hurt others. So definitely keep that in mind. And you know what, in honor of my solar return, um, which is my birthday, um, I just wanted to talk to you all about living life like it's your birthday with no guilt or shame. Because if you think about it, when we go to bed at night and we wake up in the in the sunrise, um, even though we may have had a bad day or we may have had a day that we weren't productive, we get a new opportunity to do life over again every single day. And I think that's so beautiful. And it's like, once you go to sleep and you kind of get that rest, even if you don't really get adequate rest, but it's kind of like you get a chance to shut down for a little bit. Even if you don't, like I said, don't have the best sleep, you get to shut down a little bit and then wake up and like, you know what? It's I have a whole new opportunity. So it's like you're being reborn. So it's we must live life like it's our birthday which is really hard for um, us light workers, meaning people who are here on this planet to spread light and love. And you know who you are if you resonate with that term. There's um, millions of light workers here on this planet and empaths um, to do this because we actually feel bad a lot of times for living a good life when other people are suffering in the world. And we almost feel like we have to continue to suffer as well to be more identifiable or gain some sort of respectability by being more relatable. And the truth is that we already are so relatable because we already been through hell and back. And a lot of us are already going are still going through that hell and back in terms of dealing with our shadows. Um, and it's just, it is what it is. Um, we're just in that oscillation period until we're able to ground and center into our heart space. And, um, and we're just finding our way back to the light, um, in the darkness, but we are in a day and time now where I really feel truly in my heart. We don't have to keep suffering. We don't have to keep going through those hard lessons. We've been there, done that. Like why keep these cycles going? Um, in terms of like just the hardcore lessons that we had to learn, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, and so it doesn't mean that we're going to have completely smooth sailing, 
because again, we're in a world of duality. We're in a world of light and dark. But what it does mean is that we are going to be able to continue to persevere more fluidly because we are more conscious of who we are being. Um, and we are going to be able to choose more loving experiences um, opposed to more experiences that are rooted in our egos or are rooted in fears. Um, it's really a choice at this point. I mean, it's always been a choice, but I think we are getting more aware of our power just as human beings and divi uh, divine human beings at that, light workers and empaths, we are waking up. So that's the beauty in it. So we must learn to live our life in celebration. And that's also tied into, um, you know, living, making a living, doing what you love. Because if you celebrate your life, you are in love with your life. So, um, yeah, we just have to keep going. And we don't have to keep going through trauma as well to prove how strong we are to others. Like, again, we've been there, done that. We don't have to prove anything to others. You don't have to, you, it's our right, it's our divine birthright to have sovereignty in terms of peace, love, happiness, and abundance. That is our divine birthright. We're not here, I don't care what anybody says, we're not here to be on this earth continuing to struggle, continuing to fight, continuing to live, you know, with trauma. Where there's trauma, there's drama. We don't have to continue to live that way. That's why we're doing this healing work. That's why we're doing the inner work. So um, really let your ego down um, in terms of letting it soften. Your ego is so used to trauma, so used to pain. It's um, identified with that. Um, it feels it is that. So a lot of times the ego can really feel um, out of place and not at ease when it's not in a place of um, of some type of turmoil or some type of uh, you know combative energy. Sometimes the ego, I mean, the ego thinks it has to do that too to even protect itself. And the ego serves its place, but you can tell the ego, you know, all is well, <laughs> all is well. We don't got to keep going through all of this. So really check yourself before you wreck yourself and light workers, all human beings just know that it's okay to be happy. It's, it's not, there should be no shame in being happy. And it's sad I have to say it, but it's so true. A lot of us really feel subconsciously and even on a, a cellular level that um, being happy is, we're not worthy of it. That's just what it comes down to. We're not worthy. And we're so worthy because we exist. So um, continue to do what makes you happy. Have the courage to be happy, to have fun, to dance, to sing, to learn, to grow, to follow your dreams, to rest, to explore, to love life and others unconditionally. Also to be present, which is huge. Why do we have to wait only until our birthdays to celebrate life and our existence? In my opinion, um, life can be celebrated every single day, even in the most subtle ways. This doesn't mean you have to throw yourself a big party, although it could be that. Um, so, <laughs> you know, parties are great too. Dancing is great celebration, but that's not the only way to celebrate is through a party. Um, 
the other ways, however, what's realistic is honoring and celebrating you in your life every day in the ways that you choose. So think of celebration in terms of when you eat a delicious, nourishing meal that's healthy for your body. That's a form of celebrating and honoring your body. Celebration is also when you spend time with your children, or if you don't have children, with your loved ones or your pets, or even alone. Those are ways to celebrate, or celebrating spending time with your angels and your guides if you are really connected with them uh, and you're aware of them. That is a form of celebration is just knowing you have that divine protection, that divine support team. That is a form of celebration and it's so, so beautiful. So never, don't hesitate to celebrate. <laughs> I like that. I didn't even intend it to rhyme, but yeah, don't hesitate to celebrate. Okay. If some people are going to feel uncomfortable with you, when you step more into this state of just more bliss and joy and just this jubilant energy, people are going to, it's going to make people uncomfortable because again, we live in a world where we're programmed to be so serious, to be so angry. We got to remind other human beings of our truest natural state, like what this world is meant to look like. Yes, there's heart heartache going on in the world. Yes, there's sadness, but come on, let's be real. We cannot stay in that state of mind or that state of being or state of unconsciousness forever. We can't take on the problems of the world. We got our own shit to deal with. We can feel for others. We can have compassion. We can have empathy, of course, because we're empaths. We're going to feel everything. But as empaths, we must learn to release what is not ours. We must learn to feel and deal and heal and keep it real. We must learn to honor our truest essence, which is love and light. Yes, there's darkness because we are in this human experience. And so that is a part of the experience, but I don't believe the darkness is who we are. The darkness is just part of the experience, so we must honor it. However, we got to learn to be alchemists. We got to learn to transmute and to change this energy and turn lemons into lemonade, turn almost rotten lemons into some delicious lemonade. Spice it up with some agave, okay? Do a little Reiki over the lemonade. Bless it, pray over it. You know what I mean? Do what you gotta do to hook it up, okay? So we we must learn. We must learn. We must be honest with ourselves. And um, yeah, that's just what it comes down to in terms of, in terms of, um, excuse me, had a brain, brain fart and that's okay. <laughs> See my mind. And it's late when I'm recording it too, but I was like, you know what? I'm getting this done, which I'm so grateful for. But yeah, so every day you are reborn and you have another chance to get it right. And so you must realize that all we have is now going back to the time thing. We don't have tomorrow because tomorrow's not here. We don't have yesterday. Yesterday has already passed. We don't even have the next minute because we don't know what's going to happen the next minute. We don't know what's going to happen the next second. But what we do know is what we know and what we feel and what we are in this moment. And so all you have is now. The past is gone. The future is not guaranteed. But now is here and is yours to grasp. So take advantage of that. And um, really learn to celebrate your life and do what you love in each and every moment. And um, I'm so grateful to be doing this podcast because one thing I absolutely love 
not only do I love to talk sometimes, but don't get me wrong, I love to shut up too. <laughs> I like silence as well. But when I do talk, I like it to be meaningful. I like it to be purposeful. I like it to be valuable um, and um, just really heartfelt and to be impactful in a beautiful, glorious way. And that's what I love to do. So it's important for us to do what we love. And I am a testament to that. I That's what I'm doing right now. As you're listening to this podcast, this podcast is be, being done with love. And um, you should, and you'll feel so good doing that. Things that really, and it doesn't matter if my podcast reaches one person or 500 or a thousand or 100 or 11 or whatever. <laughs> what matters is, is that I'm doing what I love and whoever this podcast is meant to reach. And that's part of letting go of the ego too, is we must stop worrying about um, the numbers or worrying about the validation or worried about um, the acceptance. We have to focus on doing what we love and the universe will take it from there. And you must trust in the universe because the universe is always on, always on your side and always has your back, especially when you're doing what you love. Like there's nothing to worry about. When you're working for spirit, spirit is working for you. Okay. So just know that. And so for me, you know, just being in the now looks like anything that feels good and elevates my mind, body, and soul, including meditation, exercise, eating and preparing healthy foods, having silent time, being in nature, spending quality, fully engaged moments with my ch- my son. I have a six-year-old. When I spend time with him and I'm fully engaged, I feel so, so fulfilled. I feel like I'm being a good mom. And, um, and I know us moms can be really hard on that too, um, in terms of being there for our children because life is so demanding. So we must take time to spend time with our children when we can, but I do believe in putting ourselves first um, because if we don't, then how can we show up for anybody? Um, we've been programmed too as women and as mothers to put our children first, our spouses first, everyone first but ourselves. And that's why a lot of women, I'm sorry to say, they end up dead or depressed or um, very miserable, very bitter, very angry because their soul is like, no, you come first, not from a place of selfishness, but from a place of self-love. So we must, must honor ourselves first so we can show up for our children and our loved ones. Also cleaning my home, um, learning and working on creative projects, reading a good book and connecting and engaging with loved ones from time to time, dancing, connecting with spirit and higher dimensional loving beings seeing and learning new things and going places. Um, I love taking deep belly breaths as well, really breathing deep. Uh, That may be an interesting one to most of you because a lot of times when people think in terms of celebrating or being present, they're not really thinking of taking deep breaths. And um, the breath is really, really the bridge for me that connects me from the physical to the spirit world. It also reminds me of who I really am in terms of being a divine being um, here on this planet is to connect with my breath and to go back to that sense of being light, like my light body. And so they, those, these all feel very celebratory to me. So we have been brainwashed into thinking that we 
what we love to do is not good enough to serve humanity and contribute to society. There is somebody for every need we have out there, but the problem is we feel we need to get in a position just for money, status, or respectability, rather than just being called to work or do what's on a soul level to the line of work, um, whatever it is. And your purpose shouldn't feel like work, although it will be because you must put in some effort and action. However, it's not going to feel like work that's tedious or work that's draining. You may get tired. That's kind of natural being a human um, from working all day, but it will be work that's soul fulfilling. The difference is you're going to light up and you're going to be feeling fully engaged when you do work that's from a soul level. So we must, again, let go of that guilt um, and thinking we need to do work or do things or live our life that has to do um, with how much money you gain or the status you gain or the respectability. What matters is do you respect yourself? Do you receive that respect from spirit? So we must be, again, honest, being honest with yourself. It's, it's, it goes back. That's why I have this channel called Let Go My Ego. It goes back to the ego. It, a lot of things that keep us in bondage in this life has everything to let it with letting go of the ego. So we must learn to let go of our egos in terms of making sure that we are living in living on society's terms. We must live on our own terms. We must create our realities. It's our choice. It's our due diligence. It's our right. So we must exercise it. And to wrap it all up, because I have been on here quite a while now, time goes by so fast, but you know what? I'm not even going to worry about that. Whoever's meant, like I said, to get this message and listen to it all the way through, I am knowing in my heart and soul that it will serve you well. And and you will be paid um, 10, 10 for it, as well as me for putting this information out there. But by you being happy and celebratory and enjoying your life, even in the simplest moments, you remind others of what life can really be and should be. Life should be full of peace, love, happiness, and abundance through gratitude and conscientious choices. It doesn't mean it's always going to be smooth sailing, but it will get easier with less drama, less stress, and less worry. More peace will come to you the more that you are learning to love your life and to celebrate your life and allow your life to, because if you think about it too, when you are living in a celebratory manner and you're doing what you love and you're in service to spirit, which means you also are in service to yourself. And in most ways you can serve others through doing what you love, through doing what makes you happy. When you service people and you serve others, that's when the money comes. That's when the, because it's a re reciprocal relationship. When people see that you are genuine and you truly love what you do, guess what? People want to support you because you're also supporting them, not only through inspiration, but through your love offerings. So again, just really, really, really be true to yourself. Truly learn to live a celebratory life. Truly learn to do what you love every single day unapologetically. Do what you love on a soul level. Not what your ego loves, but what your heart loves, what your soul loves. 
And I promise you, you will experience and create heaven on earth. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I really hope and know that this podcast will touch so many of you on a soul level and just, again, help you elevate your life in more ways than one. Please receive my love offering with um, full arms, full love, full love extended, full just full gratitude as well. As much as I'm so grateful for all of you for listening to this podcast, I thank you for tuning in to my podcast, Let Go My Ego. Again, the topic for today was making a living doing what you love. I know this has served you well. And again, stay beautiful, stay loving on this beautiful time here on Mother Earth um, in this time period of ascension and just take care of yourself. You, you owe it to yourself to take care of yourself as you should. Peace and love, everybody. Talk to you soon. Peace.